Forever Has Fallen is no ordinary action thriller podcast. Each episode contains something usable, like a phone number, website, or email address. Just make a mental note and keep enjoying the story. Afterwards, head to foreverisfallen.com to become a bounty hunter. Armed with that usable something, you can begin to unlock an amazing story world of online escape rooms, hidden content, and character interaction. There are fun challenges to defeat, shocking crimes to witness, and a community of bounty hunters to play with. The deeper you go, the greater your rewards. What were you doing when you were five years old? I have a few patchy memories. Eating a snail for one. <laughs> there was the picking up chewing gum from the floor when shopping with my mother. What is that you have in your mouth? I found it over there. Oh my God, Haka never do that again. Oh, that is disgusting. Ah, <sighs> good times. But perhaps not so good for this five-year-old girl. But then again, Grozny in 1994 was not good for anything with a heartbeat. Not the Chechens, nor the invading Russians made up mostly of conscripts. Just a bunch of scared kids coming against very angry, motivated, and experienced militia. Many who had experience from Afghanistan. Sure, the Ruskies had a massive advantage with hardware, but these undertrained conscripts were about to know why no other generator of far-flung violence beyond its borders has the history of war, resistance, and terror as Chechnya. Whew, that was a close one. It almost got her. A young and brightly brilliant girl named Zakira Kurbanova. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but Zakira is a terrible freakish combination of a very disturbed mind with Mensa-level horsepower. All this beautifully crafted by an invading force of 60,000 Russian troops and overwhelming air superiority. Number of Russian T-80s and infantry, over. Looks like you'll have a hell of a barbecue. 60-80s and 50 infantry. I think have their pens already full of shit, over. So they should. Our little helper Zakira has been very busy, haven't you, my dear? Yes, Shamil. I found good places where steel mixes with concrete and I put all the blue wires in. I think it will be excellent for high-velocity explosions. Good girl. Very good girl. You make us all proud. Now wait, a special treat for you. Okay, man. A little friend has put out all the blast zones. Being so small, she gets under the heavy debris. And that means more boom. We will use yesterday's bombing against them. They think we are cowering. We are hurt. Other tanks and armor will make us tremble. They're coming with boys just fresh off their mama's teeth. We will wipe the milk off their faces and bring tears to the mothers of Russia. You know what to do. Let them come in and show them we'll never forget the Ardaks. And may they long despair we came back to our homelands. Can I push the button? Yes, Sikira. You can push the button. But you wait for when I say so, yes? Yes, Shamil. And thank you, Shamil. Not what you'd call your normal childhood playground. 
Then again, nothing about Sakura as she grew up could be described as normal, something her biggest employer is very aware of, which is why he wants her to join the hunt for Carl Axel. You were there in Stockholm when he escaped, and well you see Carl Axel has managed something remarkable, and I wonder why you don't do the same. Perhaps it is a question of motivation. You know, I've seen rodents chew their own leg off to remove themselves from a trap. Remarkable things happen when motivation is there, yes? So, let me think of your motivation to be remarkable, just like that sissy boy Carl Axel. This is a man who has never really toiled. His hands are soft like a baby. This is much of how much steel he has in his soul, yet he is more motivated than you. So do I need to tell you your motivation? because it goes beyond Alfred Hitchcock's paycheck. Paycheck is the least of your concern. Excellent! I'm so pleased to hear your enthusiasm. It should not be long for me to embrace our Swedish friend again. And remember, we need him very healthy. Has she arrived? Yes. You know, I never trust being with her. When she looks at you, it's like she is thinking of how to pull you apart, like Babushka's Kotleti. Interesting that it seems even Kirill does not like to speak Zakira's name, and that's saying something. Kirill has committed, but mostly ordered, some particularly nasty acts. If you want to get the idea, check out RussianShadows.com for some delightful reading about Russian conspiracies, which he or very close friends of his have been behind. Kirill can't see you now. Oh, and please, Sikira, don't call him, you know, by that name. Just please not to die. You know, there is no universe in which I can imagine I even recognize your right to live, let alone to tell me what to do. I mean with the greatest of respect. <laughs> a Russian showing a Chechen respect. Let's go see the old man. Ah, Mr. 100. How are you today? Zikira, a pleasure as always. You really know how much I hate that, that idiotic nickname the West gave me. Yet, you, you are persistent. No, really? If only someone close to you, who really knows you, could have let me know. I'm very sorry, Kirill. Um, no, I am not going to get angry with him. I'm sure he asked you politely to refrain from calling me Mr. 100. You, of course, threatened him. He shit pants. You really do enjoy meanness. Always. <laughs> I think as to old friends, let's discuss business and not idiotic names. Business? Yes, please. I love business talk. So, first, the ambassador. Was that really all necessary? Everything with me is always necessary. You know that, silly. When will you understand that in your line of work is like an artist 
How you do it can mean a lot, says a lot to those who observe. Think how you can see the difference between Monet and Turner with their scrambling technique. So, when you cut the toes of someone while they are alive and make them suffocate on them, it says far too much than what you need to express to those who observe. Therefore, opposite of necessary. <laughs> oh, you, please. Opposite of necessary. It's the definition of necessary. Think about me, the artist. Would you ask Monet to take up pointillism? No, you would not dream of this. Monet liked to exploit the way the brain perceives the world through the use of rough brushstrokes. You would not dream of asking Monet to be anything but... Monet. Well, all I can say is, and this advice comes from an ancient bear, these brushstrokes of yours create a lot of reaction from people which I don't want nor need, and I don't like surprises. I need to know what the outcome will be, and not be told by some panicked politician not only is an ambassador dead, but the coroner had to pull toes from the fucking esophagus. Well, what can I say? This now feels all awkward, almost like you are ashamed of me. Restraint, that is all. Now, you know about the situation in Stockholm? Yes, there goes my dreams of being an Insta model. No one is on there anymore. Well, it's become more complex than needed. Our people there have somehow allowed Mr. Matthiasen to be very evasive. I keep saying, beyond remarkable, how someone like that... I cannot see him hiding in a dark sewer. All his apartments and haunts are covered. We have a very active collaboration with the local police, and yet despite dogs, helicopters, big cops, and nasty people like Chuck the Hammer... <laughs> Stop! Hammer time! This playboy is still not found remarkable. <laughs> really? No. Not remarkable at all. Oh, share your thoughts. It's simple. He obviously expected to make like the wind. Common. Think about it. He was prepared. Hmm. The police are operating on the assumption that the longer it takes, the further he has gone. Has anyone checked under his desk? So... You think he is close by? Of course. Disappearing is not about distance or time. It's about not being seen. Now, you are a ruthless billionaire. A by any means kind of guy. What would you do? I would use my resources to purchase the most valuable and attainable thing for that moment. The luxury of patience and space to move. When I want to move. What other luxuries would the big bad billionaire want? I would want connectivity, safety, 
total assurance of being undiscovered for a time period of my choosing. So, supplies and comfort. Yes, comfort, especially if I could create the escape of my choosing. So, again, has anyone bothered to look under his desk? No, they have not. I want you to get to Stockholm right now and look under his fucking desk. You feel the earth move, Sakira? Yes, Shamil. The T-80 tank is made in the Ukraine and weighs 46 tons. We need to target the autoloader, vulnerable with vertically placed, ready-to-use ammunition located there. The road wheel protection is a serious design flaw. Good girl. You listen well. I think you learned very well in Afghanistan. They should not have told you anything there. They are about to regret that. I hope I don't have the same regrets with you. Now pay attention. Big boom time soon. Wait for it. Wait for... RPGs hit them! Rooftops and cellars! Shamil, get that one there! Out they come! Looks like they are dancing. All fire teams north. Keep going, keep going. Century 1. Any MI-24s inbound. Over. One. Why did you not wait? The first two had wire mesh on the hull. I had to make sure to get them, or else the rockets might not have worked. You're kidding, right? <laughs> well, this could of course be true, but remember, I am the commander. Sorry, Shamil. It's okay. Now let's enjoy watching them dance and burn. Excuse me. Oh, yes. Sorry. Oh, just having a little nap. We're making the approach to Stockholm. If you can please put your chair back up. Pity to wake you. By the smile on your face, it looks like it was such a nice dream. It was... Oh, some fantastic childhood memories of home. Excuse me, Mr. Blixt. Can I take your order? Oh, I love this new Indian restaurant for Stockholm. Can't wait to see what the crab's like, thanks. And I'll, um, I'll take the same. Copycat. Dirty rat sitting on the butcher's hat. I'm more interested to talk all things K.A. than think of lunch. Since all of this, the book has been flying off the shelves. And, goody-goody, I have interviews stacked up to the wazoo. My little miss 10%. My little moneymaker. Cheers. Mm, cheers. Um, excuse me. This is for you, I think. A TV man? Uh, excuse me. We're having lunch. It's bad enough they're on every street corner. No money. Please, no money. No. For you, I ask no money. Here, man ask to give this to you. Oh my god, it could be a bomb. It's not a bomb. Jesus, Sarah. You're almost giving me a heart attack. I don't think a professional gypsy beggar is your typical ISIS recruit, yeah? God, get a grip. Everyone, it's okay. Enjoy lunch. Who's it for? Oh my... Fuck, oh. Jesus, will you relax? Heart attack, do you... It's just a phone. I think I better answer. Will you please put your hands down? You're scaring people. Plus, you look really, really unglamorous. What if it has one of those bombs in the earpiece like the Israelis do? So the Masada coming for me? <laughs> Why? 
Hello? Thanks for answering. Please, next time finish lunch. I got all the time in the world. Oh, hi Sven. Uh, yeah, funny prank with the gypsy delivery person. That was number two. The first one took off with the fucking phone. Can you believe that? Offered 500 crowns for coming back. Even told her I would be watching. <laughs> Unbelievable. Huh, yes, Sven. Good help's hard to find nowadays. Uh, what can I help you with? I'm just having lunch with a friend. I can see that. She must be happy. Book sales going well, I guess. What's next? Speaker circuit? Not a good time to discuss that, my friend. How are you holding up? His cat died. Oh, poor thing. For a guy having seen everything he built and owned blow up in his face, pretty fucking awesome. Right now, I think it's rage that keeps the cockles of my heart warm. Look, can you go outside and ditch Sarah, please? Don't give her my best. Sarah, sweetie, I have to take this. It's a bit weird, I know, but Sven's an old friend from National Service. He's gone a bit, you know, paranoid. Not a lot of friends to speak of, for obvious reasons. I think we should meet. I come to- Me? No. No chance on that score. Don't take it personal, but right now I can't afford any chances. I already have the whole fucking world of chaos out of my control, something I'm not used to. I don't need another loose end dangling out there for the lions to chew on. You seriously think I might be in danger? Ha! Oh boy. Where do I start? This is a pissing competition where any splashback will take out all spectators. You should be concerned that I don't know everything, but what I suspect would be enough to scare you into the fetal position. To be honest, I'm getting a bit of cabin fever. The situation is, well, I can't say much more than... This is more, much more fucked than I ever expected. Aside from all that, it'll be nice to see that dazzling smile of yours again. Fact is, while I didn't know the location, I could at least guess how he was holed up. You see, Stockholm is a city with a history built on defense. The name Stockholm literally translates into Log Islet. It's thought that the city once used logs to block routes into the archipelago to prevent enemy ships from entering. Our defensive thinking extended to under the city, where there are a lot of tunnels and hidden rooms built throughout the centuries, and especially during the Cold War. Thanks to aggressive modernization, the whole network of tunnels and rooms were greatly disrupted with the massive subway system connecting the islands of Stockholm and various roads. There's no real reliable maps anymore. My guess, Carl Axel managed to get an off-the-grid underground shelter, but somehow not in a public record. Trust me, I checked, and no doubt the police checked too. He was not kidding when he said he could go ghost mode. Recall the session we had last summer. You spilled the ice cream on those god-awful tartan pants that no one in their right mind would wear in public? Sure do. See you there in two hours. I suggest you get going now. But it's literally ten minutes away. Yeah. But make sure you're not followed. You'll have to first leave your phone behind, only use this burner. I suggest drop your phone off at the office and lock it in your drawer. Get yourself through some department stores, change your appearance twice, and backtrack often. Keep eyes up to see any familiar faces, especially those looking down, avoiding eye contact. And catch the underground. Get on at the last minute, or get off. This shit's real, isn't it? And it's about to go to a whole new level. 
So I wanted to say to myself, Hawk on you dumb shit, just walk away now. Now, mister. But no, could I just walk away? In the words of Hetfield, seduced by fame, a moth into the flame. I mean, wow, just fucking wow, right? You have direct access to a guy who was a combination of Jesus and Musk. What would you do? Well, I did what I've always done. I got in deeper. I'm certainly no hero, but any fear I felt got squished by an overwhelming need to be the man. The one and only for the biggest damn show on earth. You know, it took Enron 24 days to destroy $60 billion in assets. Thanks to the Forever Engine being wiped, we sailed past Enron's shitfest across the tech sector within 24 hours. Everyone's scared about a contagion. I mean, if it can happen to the Forever Social, it can happen to other giants like Google and Facebook and Apple. The only winners are the Chinese-run platforms. WeChat was seeing a surge in Western users. Hmm, conspiracy theories abound. Okay, I see you coming. Glad you're not in Tartan today. <laughs> I did what you said. I actually decided beige was my color. I'm really not feeling like standing out. Smart guy. Okay, just head up the stairs. Look for the old man wistfully looking at the view near the Hasselbacken's gazebo. Hi. <laughs> nice look. Big nose actually suits you. Just stand still. I want to check for any passengers. Good. You're clean. No nasty bugs. Where'd you learn all this stuff? Oh, you would be surprised who I've got to know over the years. My technology has had a lot of different and very interesting parties have a look at it. Talking of which, it's certainly not the cops who have you spooked. It's Carol. Why the hell did you get involved with him? For the two best fucking reasons in the world. Money and power. You had plenty of both and could easily access both without him. True, but there were other factors. Time and access. Kirill could snap his fingers and the heavens opened up. He's not what you would call a risk-averse guy. Because at the end of the day, you know with him, your feet are literally going to be held to the fire. So you better be on your game. So... I needed money, a lot of money, and managed to get it without coughing up a lot of equity. Of course, you get suspicious when a deal is looking good with a guy like that, but as I said, I needed the money, a lot of money, and fast. And the power? Well, he made it pretty clear. If not me, others would get his cash. Competitors, or those who could become competitors. So in one move, I could superjuice myself and starve all contenders. Just suck the oxygen out of their lungs. Plus, how do I put it? It helps to dance with a devil who can get creative. Meaning? Remember my life? Good tech, smart guys, and nicely connected in Silicon Valley. They had the inside running with Paige, Bryn, Zuckerberg, Bezos, and most scary of all for me at that time was Masayoshi's son. Who's Masayoshi? He goes by Sun. Sun is a guy with a $100 billion fund and a 300-year vision, mostly powered by AI. He was pretty interested in my life. I needed that to stop. You got Jason Dearborn, the founder, arrested? You know, when Johnny met the devil in Georgia, both Johnny and the devil were thinking small. Selling your soul is not really that big of a deal 
when you can tap into real power. So I inspired my devil by showing him that I was prepared not just to play my fiddle hard, but to wrap the fucker around anyone who wanted what I wanted. Someone like Kirill kind of respects that, wants that. So, yeah, together and hand in hand, poor Jason never saw that cocaine landing on top of his head. Kirill moved in, son joined the forever social party, and I had my own private expressway into the hearts of all the big boys to connect everything. Jesus, I, I don't know what to say. Nothing to be said. What's done is done. Right now, our focus has to be on not being roadkill. Oh, believe me, Kirill is mighty fucked off. He sent me this text soon after. Forget the money, I'm going to slice off your face. That's not one of those I'm going to beat the shit out of you threats. He means this in the literal sense. And I'm pretty sure I would be awake for the whole thing. I feel sick. Well, you are balls deep now. Uh, How serious were you about leaving my phone behind? As with everything I say when it comes to staying alive, more serious than getting your bollocks caught on barbed wire. Oh, shit. You want to elaborate on the oh, shit? I turned it off. Oh, you dumb fuck. You didn't. I mean, after we spoke, I turned it off right away. Unless you've had your phone shoved up your ass 24-7 and haven't downloaded anything from the internet or used it for emails, we have to assume your phone is ripe for the finds technique. What? What do we do? Run! You dumb fuck! Run! Remember the website mentioned in this episode? Head to foreverisfallen.com, sign up as a bounty hunter, and use it to experience online escape rooms, find hidden content, and play with other bounty hunters. There's a lot of cool shit out there. Have fun! 